Welcome back, everybody. This is Eric and Chad here with Iraq Veteran 8888. All right, today we've got another gun gripe episode for you, and we're going to be jumping into this one. This article here comes from GOA, and we'd like to use this to help kind of drive our talk here today. Report, a national registry proven to be 100% real. This is an article uh, written by Eric Pratt from GOA. Uh, we're going to break into this, and this is going to kind of help us uh, get into our gripe here. Before we get started, I would like to thank our friends from Sonoran Desert Institute for supporting gun gripes. They have some awesome distance learning programs in the field of gunsmithing, reloading, business technology. I mean, they are an amazing group of people. Check them out. Uh, if you've got unused uh, aid and you want to go get you some uh, some education uh, in the field of gunsmithing and reloading, uh, their programs are awesome. Check them out. Sonoran Desert Institute, SDI, and tell them we sent you over. Okay. Um, so the ATF is not supposed to maintain a registry. They are not, and you guys will probably be giving us grief in the comments because we did a video a little while back, you know, when all this talk was coming up, and we did a gun gripe on this, the alleged registry. And at the time, the information that was available, like the ATF wasn't keeping these records, and we kind of explained what the law is, what they can and cannot do. And it turns out that they were doing it all this time anyways. Over a billion. Oh, yeah, yeah. A billion yeah. records. Yeah. So we are going to dive into this. Um, let, let's go ahead and start with uh, with the article from Eric. Now, uh, if you guys are new to the channel, maybe you haven't been around that often, Gun Gripes is a, a series of videos we put together where we talk about things that are going on in the 2A world. Also, you will occasionally see me do article reads as well by myself. Uh, and then, of course, Gun Gripes we do with Chad here. So, um you want to get into this article? Yeah, sure. Do some reading. Go All ahead. Right, so we yeah. got a nice fancy monitor in the uh, well, in the, on the office now, so oh, yeah. we and can actually see what's going on. Here. And we all know that I usually read better. And we're doing me. a lot more preparation. All right. So well, maybe a little bit more. <laughs> all, right. all right. GOA is fighting back against the ATF's illegal gun owner registry. After months of preparation, we are ready to go public with our explosive report on the ATF's nefarious gun registry. After pouring over hundreds of pages of secret documents that we were able to secure through the Freedom of Information Act, we have found undeniable proof that the ATF's registry, which they claim is only used to trace firearms used in crimes, is indeed a centralized and searchable registry of gun owners in total violation of the law. Because the Freedom of Information Act documents can be pretty tedious, uh, we have, uh, that'd be the GOA, compressed the important points into a report which we are releasing to the public. Read it over and share with anyone who doubts the ATF has an illegal registry of gun owners. So I got to see this report early uh, yeah. before it got released, and it is very, very detailed, and it goes over a heck of a lot of information. So if you uh, join GOA, sign up, download the report, I, I believe you do have to sign in as a member mm. uh, in order to, to download the report. But it is an awesome report. Aiden Johnson uh, handles federal affairs at GOA. And he is a, a young fellow with a heck of a lot of uh, fire behind him. And mm -hmm. he, he, he did a great job on this report. So that came together great. Uh, part of the reason we know you support us is because we do more uh, than put out reports. We also help generate pro-gun legislation. To keep up the pressure, we need you to support Senator Ted Cruz's Senate version of Congressman Michael Cloud's No Registry Rights Act, which will eliminate the ATF's gun registry. Make sure you click the Take Action button and send a message to your senators, uh, either thanking them for supporting the bill or demanding they support it if they don't already. 
Because this issue is so important for every American to understand, we are breaking down the report in a five-part video series on our YouTube channel. The first episode is live now. Go watch it and subscribe to our channel so you can catch the next four episodes. I'll put a link in the description box below to the GOA video if you'd like to tune into their five-part series and stay in touch with that. All right, so uh, we click the link here where it says, hey, we're releasing this report to the public. And on a separate page, it breaks down a, a synopsis of what's going on. Uh, ATF's Illegal Gun Registry 101. So we'll go over some of the facts here. Uh, go ahead, Chad. You can read through some. All right, so the ATS Firearms Record Database is a registry that violates multiple federal statutes. Uh, as we mentioned before, guys, um, you know the ATF is not allowed to keep a registry of firearms in the hands of U.S. citizens. All right. Now, 4473 uh, is a is a form that does show the original purchase of a given firearm, but FFLs are are basically supposed to keep those records for 20 years right now uh, or until they give up their license, whatever the case is. They turn those records over to the ATF and they are supposed to use them in order to uh, do traces on you know guns using crime and such as that. But the ATF has been digitizing all those records and we know if you use like say Adobe Acrobat, you know, you can easily create a searchable document using that program. So that's exactly what the ATF is doing and what the GOA is talking about here. And you um, notice too, remember when they had the paperwork uh, reduction act and they wanted to put all of that information on the 4473 on, on the, the front, front page, page. Yep. And you notice how they changed the 4473. Yeah, of course they did. Cause that it was going to make it easier for them to scan these documents in, knowing that they weren't supposed to be doing it. Yep. All right, so despite being prohibited by law from maintaining a registry of guns, gun owners, and firearms transactions, ATF maintains nearly a billion such records, and the Biden administration is encouraging dealers to supply even more. Despite being prohibited from centralizing or consolidating records, ATF admits to consolidating records required to be kept by federal firearms licensees, FFLs, into a centrally managed database. Despite being prohibited from electronically retrieving information from these records by name or other personal identifiers, ATF asks FFLs to turn in searchable records or convert paper records it receives into a searchable format. ATF is capable of searching through these records in nearly every way except by name. And this is only because the feature has been voluntarily switched off, not because ATF lacks the technological capability. And certainly not because they would, wouldn't use it for that purpose. I mean, let, let, let's be clear here. Just because there's some, let's just say, logistical hur hurdle mm. in their way, and, oh, they're not supposed to retain or maintain a, a registry, right? The point being that, oh, well, a registry means you can search by name. Oh, so, so we'll just turn that widget off. Mm. Come on. Nobody now, believes that. We remember from previous legislation that has, you know, been introduced in the past several years that um pertains to like enhanced background checks or universal background checks, right? All right. Currently, I mean, you most of you guys watching the video know that you do have to go through a background check in order to procure a firearm currently. Uh the enhanced or expanded background checks would include all private transfers as well. So like once you buy a gun on a forty four seventy three, in most states it's private property at that point and you can dispose of it to whomever you wish without a paperwork trail. Uh the ATF does recommend doing a bill of sale and, you know, collecting information on the, the buyer or whatever the case is. But people buy and sell and trade guns all the time, right? So these records that the ATF has, uh, there's probably a percentage of the, the actual records in there that don't pertain to firearms owned by that particular individual on that form anymore anyways. But it is still a very frightening precedence that they are 
setting by keeping these records in a searchable format like this. I think what a lot of it comes out down to for many, many people, and myself included, I'm sure many people agree with me, is a lot of folks have issue with, you know, the government in general. You know, people don't trust their institutions anymore. And that's really what a lot of this comes down to, okay? This isn't about being some crazy lunatic and, you know, oh, uh, you know, butt my guns. I mean, look, we're all gun people. We love firearms. You know, we do a lot of different things, right? I mean, we love fishing. We love hanging out with the kids and doing things. So, so look, there are many things that make up a person's interests and their, and their overall personality and, the, and what makes them up as a person rather than just strictly being a, a gun person. But the reason that the gun issue is such a line in the sand consequence, right, that many of us are willing to say, listen, we're going to primary your butts hard as hell if you vote for gun control. It's because there's a lack of trust. We have, many of us have lost trust in our institutions. And all you have to do is just pay attention to things that have gone on in those institutions, right? Look at all of this ter- of the terrible things that have happened over the last few years, I mean, look Look at everything that happened with the elections and, and of course, a deeply divided group of people who one, one group of people thinks it went one way and one group of people thinks it went another. And then you look at all of these documentaries and all of this information. It, it's just, how do you make heads or tails of it? I think the average person who's you know, really closer to the middle of the fence, right? The average Americans that are kind of in the middle of the ball field a little bit, right? Who might have... You know, maybe they're fiscally conservative and maybe they're more socially Democrat, right? There's a lot of people that kind of fit a group that is not on either extreme side of this field, right? And I think once you start looking towards the center of of people who are maybe just a little bit more, you know, even temperamented, right? I think there's just a general underlying distrust of our institutions. And that's what a lot of this comes down to. So when when you distrust your institutions so much, of course you don't want them to have access to anything. I mean, uh, President Bush, uh, he was responsible for the Patriot Act, and you see that the Patriot Act gave them all the ability to snoop on you, right? I mean, remember when those apps were coming out that were uh, you know meant to help you keep track of all of your, your guns and stuff, and you could have an app on your phone to load all your gun serial numbers and make and model into to help keep up with your gun collection? Even that data can be manipulated you know, with under the Patriot Act, they could pull up anything on your phone. If you took pictures of your serial numbers, they could put all of that into a database. Mm-hmm. So it's just about general distrust. The underlying core principle of, okay, do we need to worry about mental health uh, with guns? Yeah, we probably need to be concerned about people that might be do- doing something crazy, right? Do we want to have fair warning if something bad's going to happen and then maybe act on that intelligence? Absolutely, Right. The very same FBI that didn't act on said intelligence in many situations when it came to these shootings and stuff. We can see these knee-jerk reactions and all of this administrative fluff that comes out of these these rulemaking changes or these these opinion letters, right? That it all just comes down to this chicken little complex that they're just they're afraid. They're afraid of people thinking. They're afraid of people being armed and having the ability to protect themselves, and they're afraid of losing control. And this is just one more way they feel like they can have control over the populace. What is what does a gun registry typically lead to? I mean, what's the purpose of a gun registry? Exactly. Confiscation. So see, that's where many of us are concerned about this administrative the administrative state, right? The rulemaking bodies. That's what people have issues with. Like if you go out into into Joe Blow Public and run into somebody at the Mexican restaurant and just say hello. 
You, do you give everybody a political test that you meet? No, you just go, hey, you're, you're cool, you're not, and, and you judge people by their character and nothing more. Mm. But the administrative state has created this divisive, just echo chamber of, of rhetoric, and it's it's very scary, okay? Mm. All right, current source of registry records, alleged purpose, and the ATF's illegal registry expansion. At present, ATF's near Billion record registry is only a partial national gun registry. By regulation, it only necessarily contains the last 20 years of records from the date when a federal firearms licensee discontinues its business license. What was the purpose of this regulation? To conduct record searches in the investigation of violent crimes. However, ATF has been unable to even prove the efficacy or of maintaining these records insofar as as helping solve or prosecute any violent crimes. Alarmingly, ATF has also strongly recommended, urged, and permitted active FFLs to turn over current records even before they go out of business. Remember, even before they go out of business, in violation of appropriations restrictions, ATF deceived uh, Rep. Michael Cloud and 51 additional members of Congress about the ongoing violation mm. And is engaged in a cover-up to quietly comply with the statute. I've look. I've read recently uh, some reports about uh, FFLs having uh, the ATF come and conduct audits. All right. So if you're an FFL, you you basically open your door uh, to the ATF whenever they so choose to come and audit your business. All right. Audit your books and your records. Make sure that you're doing your paperwork properly. Everything's you know done done to the T. Right. Um, and I've I've heard word that the ATF is making photocopies illegally of current records that don't meet that 20-year statute. And right. when the FFLs protest this action uh, being technically against the law, you know, in, in all ways, uh, they are threatened with revocation of their license. Yeah, you and know? revocations are actually up 500% right yeah. now. So Biden and all of his cronies, they are weaponizing the DOJ, they are weaponizing the ATF, they are weaponizing these alphabet agencies to come after law-abiding, honest people and exact, you know, their their craziness towards them. And mm. you know, that's a scary situation. Look, every FFL winds up having the occasional little slip up on paperwork. We're all humans, right? I mean, any paperwork can and will have inevitably some sort of a minor little issue. Okay, you forget to cross a T or dot an I, right? You know, minor little issues, right? The ATF is supposed to be a little bit easygoing about it and say, hey, you know, this is the first time we ever did an inspection on you. All your paperwork's in order. But by the way, you forgot to, you know, literally. I mean, I'm talking literally cross a T or dot an I, which is an innocent human mistake, right? They are shutting FFLs down over the smallest paperwork mm -hmm. issues where in the past, Right. Especially if you're talking a high volume FFL, it does a lot of business. Right. Look at someone. I don't want to call anyone out or anything like that, but look at someone like, for instance, um, a good example would be uh, Palmetto State Armory yeah. or someone like that who's doing a lot of gun transfers. Right. Is it, is it reasonable to assume that out of thousands and thousands and thousands of documents that there might be a misspelled word or something or a little tiny paperwork issue? Yes, it happens. We're all human, mm. but the revocations are up. 500% because they're saying, you know what, hold them to the fire. And, and they're being very, very, very strict on that. And, and I think that's... The rules are the rules and there's no room for error. That's I right. Mean, yeah, that's Ignorance is no excuse to the law. 
unless you're Hunter Biden and you lie on a 4473. Bye. And then, uh, you know, of course, uh, I guess that executive privilege comes into play. And, uh, you know, if you're the president's son, you can get away with that. You can get away with a lot of You can get away with a lot of things, but we won't go there. All right. Let's continue. So Biden to expand the partial billion record gun registry into a complete gun registry. All right. On top of current abuses, the Biden administration is seeking to turn this partial registry into a complete and total national gun registry of every firearm sold since August 24th, 2002. This rule must not be allowed to go into effect and its promulgation must be reversed by Congress. Uh, it is the duty of Congress to destroy this illegal, centralized, searchable gun registry. Scroll down there for me, sir. If you Hang on mind. one moment. Boop. I'm pulling up Google. Promulgation. I love this new screen up here. This I, is it is nice. See what I mean? No, oh, it's did not, I not spell pro- it wrong? Not propagate. Pro- oh, my God. What pro- is that? Not- Hang on. Look, look, let me cut and paste. Let me cut and paste. Listen, I want to I want to know what this <laughs> word means. Uh, look, I've never I seen think this word. Like I want to know what it means. moving forward. It's moving forward must be stopped by Congress. Moving forward, is that what you're saying? It must be stopped. It must be stopped. Now. We must fight to the death or they will kill us both. All right. Promulgation. The act of making a law or decree known or formally putting it into effect by public decoration. I hereby declare. Fancy. All right. All right. Sorry. I I digress. All right. Look that one up too. I don't know what it means. All right. It is the duty of Congress to destroy this illegal, centralized, and searchable gun registry. Despite clear law prohibiting this activity, the ATF has compiled or has <clears throat> ATF has been compiling digital records of FFL transactions for years, and today they have nearly a billion records in searchable format. This illegal registry, which infringes on the Second Amendment, must be destroyed and the destruction of these records promptly certified to Congress. For good measure, the statute abused by ATF to justify compiling these records should also be struck from the U.S. Code. Without action by Congress, this illegal ATF registry could be used for mass gun confiscation by this government or potentially one day even by this nation's enemies. I mean, these are the hard facts that... A lot of people want to just put to the side, and if if anybody watched the, um, we'll we'll discuss this in another video. But if anybody watched the uh, the recent um, committee hearing on the the new gun bills that are coming down the pipeline, so when the topic of tyranny was brought up, um, these reps were laughed at. I mean, they were made fools of in a public sphere. Yeah. When we look at it, says by this government, or potentially one day even by this nation's enemies. That's interesting that that Eric Pratt mentions that because um, you know, or the report mentions that because it's true. Like, look at look at NATO, look at UN. I mean, they keep talking about well, we might bring in the UN gun grabbers, and of course, you know, oh well, the U.S. government is not going to confiscate guns; they'll bring the UN to do it. And that that's always been the the concern with a lot of people that they're going to bring in the UN shock troops to go confiscate guns. And of course, what would be better than a handy list of every single gun owner exactly. and what guns they have and where they live and their addresses, and that gives them a, a point yeah. to start looking. Again, this all comes down to just distrust of the administrative state, right? You know, I think at, at the core level, a lot of us Americans, you know, we respect each other's differences, right? There might be people that don't like guns. I'm okay with that. I don't have a problem with you because you don't like guns. How many random people have you ran into in public or in everyday life you might have been talking to someone who's a raging anti-gunner, but you wouldn't know it if you never talked about, you know, guns as one specific issue. But it doesn't mean that the that they still aren't good people at their core, right? So it's like all this division gets created because of their ability, 
you know, the anti-gunner's ability within our government, right? So there are principal people within our government that are trying to do the right thing, but they're outnumbered by people who want to abuse the power of the administrative state to exact their political will against people they disagree with. So see, this, is, this isn't really about people who disagree and, and, and can't have a little bit of a difference in opinion. This is more about a group of people within an established alphabet organization within the government who can pull the levers of power at an administrative level to exact their political will on you. And that is something we should not support. Well, if you guys remember um, Biden, I believe it was back in October, I'm pretty sure that the Small Arms Treaty, the UN Small Arms Treaty was signed. And um, and this is always a topic that comes up every single, basically every single presidential term uh, because, you know, Trump, Trump didn't sign the treaty, obviously, um, but Obama was going to sign it or something along the lines. But I don't remember if that actually ever happened. Whatever the case is, but the the thing is that with the Small Arms Treaty, it's it's basically giving giving a a, a power that we don't really have any control over. We just happen to be a, a member state, right? Um, over the affairs of the citizenry and you know, the ability to kind of trump our current laws and constitution. Um, so the, the treaty has to be ratified in the Congress in order to actually take effect. And don't even get me started on the world health organization, you know, so, which nobody voted for, by the way, but, I didn't vote for it, but this has been uh, the human small arms treaty has been a topic for the past couple of decades, at least. I mean, I hate to even mention his name, but Wayne LaPierre even wrote about it back in the day. I mean, uh, there's, there's, it's it's been on the on the docket for it's a almost very long like time. that's been the writing on the wall the entire time. It's like that's their end goal. Like I, th- I feel like the anti gunners, both within our government and the people at the let's just say the lobbying level, like the anti gun groups that are actually pushing, you know, for anti gun legislation to get passed and things like that. You know, maybe it's some giant internal. Uh, understanding between all of those entities, right? Uh, it is not an unknown or disputed even fact that the Democrats and our government have the ability to pull the levers of power within these uh, alphabet agencies and that they get special treatment in many cases, right? There's actually even been cases where the Democrats within our government even have like a backdoor, like emergency uh, email thread that they can send to Facebook and say, hey, this problem, this person's being a problem. Uh, we don't like this. Get rid of them. And there, there's been reports, right? And some have been proven pretty well from internal documents that that the that Facebook has pulled people's pages down just because someone, a member of the government who happens to be a Democrat or someone like that, or sympathetic to that particular political movement, has said, hey, this person's a fly in the ointment. We don't like them. Get rid of them. So see, that's what's so scary about all this. What happens when just by virtue of existing, you're a fly in the ointment? And they go, well, wait a minute. Let's see if he's in this registry. And then they start clackling some numbers in the in the database. Wow. Well, yeah, by, he is in the registry. Well, Let's go mess with him. I mean, that is what we're all worried about. That, I mean... You know what I mean? That that's what this all comes down to. We, uh, people don't trust the administrative state. Yeah. An easy way to simplify it is we don't fit the narrative, right? People like us. I mean, you think about these. You, you think about something like this. This you know registry and such, which it's no longer alleged. It's 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 pretty well proven at this point that this yep. is what it's being used for. But this is a step towards 
I hate to, I hate to even think like this, but you know, the, the conspiracy theorist in me is coming out, but you know, the, the new world order, one world government type stuff. Well, they're not hiding you know, it. They're not anymore, but this is, this is sort of, you know, a stepping stone towards that sort of concept. You know, the small arms treaty, getting the UN involved with U.S. politics and, and, and just, uh, governmental action in general. I mean, when blue helmets are roaming the streets or something like that, I mean, it's, I don't know, man. People need to, need to try to, you know, take the time to understand the more deep lying connotations of some of this stuff. I mean, I know it's easy to say, but my guns and, you know, Second Amendment shall not be infringed. Believe me, you're preaching to the choir here, okay? I'm Mr. Second Amendment, okay? Like, I, I love gun rights. Like, you're never going to hear me say that we should have any restrictions on our rights. Like, I, I'm as pro-gun as they come. But you got to look at the deeper lying connotations. This is much deeper than simply just gun rights. This is This could even get to the point of actual, like, human rights violations. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going through and using a threat of force or literal force to confiscate guns with a registry... You, you are literally committing crimes against humanity. You're committing crimes against a populace who has the Second Amendment as their failsafe, right? And so one would argue, well, gun bans have worked in other countries. Yeah, but other countries don't have the Second Amendment. Other countries don't have quite the same codified honor and respect for gun ownership. The Second Amendment is not about hunting, Okay. It is not about hunting. The Second Amendment is about being able to fight tyranny on your doorstep in no matter what form it comes in. And people need to remember that. I, I know that it's it's a scary concept because most people are pretty peaceful. You know, I myself, I despise violence. I hate the idea of, of, of hurting someone. Uh, sometimes you have to do what you have to do. You know, I've been in scary situations in my life, maybe some situation I'm not even proud of, actually. But at the end of the day, a, a firearm is a tool of free people. And uh, in order for us all to be on the same page, you know, it's important that everybody's armed. So, you know, this is scary and we have to fight it at every turn. You know, it's it's hopefully something that will get handled. You know, mm-hmm. hopefully they will destroy those records. But and I guess that's the last question we have to pose here is, you know, who does hold these people culpable and accountable for their actions? When, when the government uh, infringes on your rights and they, they disobey the law, right? Oh, well, when when the government uh, follows domestic law the same way they follow foreign law, international law, <laughs> we want to go there? Iraq war? I mean, okay, so if they want to follow our domestic laws in the same way that they just have epic, epic <laughs> and historical disregard for international law, who holds them accountable? <laughs> That's the big question. That's yeah. really the big question here. Makes Are me. the courts going to give us justice? Yeah. Are they going to listen? You bringing up you bringing up Iraq <laughs> makes me think about you know former President Bush, his recent speech where he slipped up. He was trying to discuss Ukraine and talking about a legal war, but he slipped up and let Iraq slip out. So I mean that's one of those uh, like little subliminal things that kind of pops up from your subconscious. A Freudian a slip. Freudian slip. Yeah. There you go. And, and, and it's funny because he he, he laughed said, it off. He did laugh it off. He did laugh it off. And, and he said, uh, "Well, Iraq too." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's like, well, "I'm 79 years old or whatever." It's like, but, hey, at least he's honest. I mean, like, look, it's just that's the kind of thing that gets people like thinking again. Like, uh huh. See what we've been saying for that's years. That's right. That's right. All right, look, we're going to wrap up today's video. Uh, I appreciate everybody watching here today. Go over to GOA and make sure you sign up for a membership. 
We'd love to have you involved in the fight here in Georgia. I am the Georgia State Director for the GOA. Uh, I do not receive any compensation in connection with you signing up for membership. So if you decide to join GOA, uh, by all means, you you are welcome to join. Uh, but I've received absolutely zero financial uh, compensation in connection with uh, you know getting you guys involved. I just want to have you on my grassroots army, right? I mean, think about it. If you sign up here in Georgia, you are part of my little army. And we will we will we will call in the minions and get things done at the grassroots level. It might be a little frightening. Yeah, it might actually be. Like if I come <laughs> if I come, you know, galloping up on a horse, you might want to you know cause for concern. Paul Revere style. Yeah, yeah maybe, right. maybe. All right, but anyway, join GOA and great article there and some great reporting there from GOA. Great work, Aiden. Great work, Eric. And uh, yeah, keep your eye on this. It's really important. And, you know, make sure you call on your reps and explain mm-hmm. to them, you know, that you, you do not want this type of stuff to fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to hold our own government accountable, right? Remember, patriotism is not about blindly loving your country. Patriotism is about telling your government when they're wrong, when they are wrong, and holding them up when they're right. It's a two-way street. Patriotism is about loving your country and the people in it. Not necessarily your government, right? If your government's screwing up, it's your civic duty to tell them they are. So that's where we're at. They're screwing up. We mm-hmm. got to tell them. They've been. And we're telling up them. For a you've long... been told. You've been. You've been. Dude, you've been told. Dude, they've been screwing up for a long time. Yeah, this isn't new. But yeah. guys, thanks so much for watching today's video. We hope you enjoyed it. Many more gun gripes on the way. We will see you soon. Catch you on the flip side, baby. See you guys.